When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Betches Media presents Diet Starts Tomorrow with hosts Sammy Sage I'm having a relationship with my pizza. and Aileen Drexler. I'm going to make you girls a hump day treat. In a world where wellness looks perfect on Instagram. Just doing my workout. Tuesday's arms and back. But feels anything but in real life. Is butter a carb? Yes. This is the podcast exploring the emotional side of well-being. I would be proud to partake of your pecan pie. From people who understand the struggle. I'm on the third day of my cleanse diet. Hello and welcome back to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Sammy. And I'm Alexis. And I'm thrilled to have you back as my co-host on this special Dear DST Thursday episode. I'm so excited. I love a Dear DST. Okay, so it's going to be standard. We're going to we're gonna share a listener non-scale win. We're going to share our own non-scale wins. And then we're going to read the Dear DST and um, respond to it with the advice that we could give. Love okay, so I'm going to start with the reading the, the listener non-scale win. Hi, guys. I absolutely love your show. It has really helped me uh, helped me while on my wellness journey after being diagnosed with an eating disorder and finally making progress towards recovery. I've been working with a dietitian for about nine months now, and each week we've been we've been eating one of my fear foods together. This past week, I was finally able to enjoy a donut, one of my biggest fear foods, at my place of work and not feel any guilt, shame, or the need to burn it off right away. Your pod has really introduced me to a community that I didn't even know existed, and I'm so grateful to be a part of it. Love you guys so much. Love, a fearless, food-loving betch. Oh my God, a star. Look at her. That is a big deal. That's a big deal. How do you feel about like the working with it? I think, first of all, it's amazing she's working with a dietitian and has like, you know, put this in the hands of an expert. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the idea of them like eating their fear foods together. I love, I love what that. What would you be like, what do you think you would be eating if you had to do that? Um, Cheez-Its were my fear, were my like binge food back in the day. And now I realize they're kind of gross. Um, <laughs> my mother-in-law <laughs> loves Cheez-Its actually. Yeah, like I think I still love them, but not to the point where I'd eat a whole box, which is what I used to do. So, yeah. you know, I think it's probably Cheez-Its would, would have been mine. Anything like cheesy flavored salty snack. Is girl, a fear food like it. something that you like were afraid to eat at all? Or is it something that you like had so much just like baggage oh, around it? Like cake, you. like I would eat cake all the time, but like in some ways – I guess you could say it was a fear food because, like, I always had to, like, work it off after. Or, like, I would save up all my calories so I could eat that cake. So is, like, the cake the fear food in that case? Or is the cake, like, a trigger food? I think it's, like, a fear food is something, like, 
Okay, so I feel like for people who struggle to eat, period, a fear food is something that like they like wouldn't eat beforehand. Like mm-hmm. you would, they would never eat carrots because carrots have too much sugar, right? But right. for those of us who struggle with binging and restricting, like it's not like I was never gonna eat something. Like it was like, uh, right. like there was nothing I would not eat. It was just like the amount that I would eat of it, you know. Same. Well, I almost think because of like my method of dieting, which was not cutting out foods, it was um, calorie counting. Mm-hmm. So I would actually like avoid Same. any foods that didn't like meet my like, this is worth it for the calorie counter. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the time I would just try to be eating like as little calories as possible, like as much lettuce, air, you know, that type of thing. Exactly. Same here. So I feel like I guess the it's Trigger and fear food are kind of in one for us, but I'm glad that she can eat a donut because I don't think there's anything anymore where I'm like, I can't eat that or I'll gain weight. No, I also feel like donuts were one of those foods that was like so villainized as children. Oh, and like, yeah. it's really like not that bad, like even objectively, like, like calorie calories. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. right. Right. <laughs> and yet for some reason, donuts were like, don't have a donut. Like there's exactly. nothing, nothing worse than sugar. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I think it's like that. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Donuts got a bad rap in the 90s. Truly. All right. So what is your non-scale win this week? Mine has to do with like eating with my partner because like I feel like sometimes I would always like feel like I need. So Jeff is like a very giving person. So if he serves the food, he will always give me the bigger portion because he's like nice about it. But like then I feel like I have to eat it because he's like being nice to me. But then the tea is sometimes I'm not that hungry and sometimes I want to eat more than he eats, you know. So I feel like my non-scale win is like just being honest with him about what I'm eating and like when I'm full and when I'm not full. That's great because like it's, yeah, it can be challenging like to feel like, oh, should I be like measuring my food against my partner's food? Like, is he going to think I ate too much? Mm -hmm. Did I not eat enough? Like it's challenging. There's so many like complicated elements that come with like eating with a partner, especially when they don't, when they just have like quote unquote normal eating habits. When he's completely normal, he, like, also will always choose, like, cooking at home over, like, going out to eat. So will Avi, and I'll always choose the opposite. Like, I will always choose having, like, an out Chipotle over, like, cooking. And he's, he's, like, he's fine with waiting an hour and being hungry to, like, cook. And I'm, like, can you please, like, can we just go out? (laughs) Right. It's just, like, the something about, like, having someone prepare your food for you. Mm, exactly. just makes you feel like better exactly <laughs> exactly we had to compromise and I had to, we had to get it to where like he would I was like I can't cook all this time like I can't do it and I, we had to compromise and be like okay I'll come over and cook because I know you can't do it but he's perpetually late so then I'm hungry it's like a whole thing. does he cook yeah he cooks he basically I honestly feel like he taught me how to cook because like I don't think I was like really cooking in college and he was a year older so he had a house and everything and so, like, probably 90% of the things that I cook, like, he basically taught me how. But uh, he and I, okay. yeah, he cooks, a, he cooks a lot. He's very good at it. So Right. I mean, that's good. He also probably is, like, a million times more financially responsible because oh, he's delivering. so financially responsible. Like, <laughs> I can't handle it. Like, do you guys, like, go through your finances together? Because my husband, Avi and I do that. Well, like, we have we a monthly go- finance meeting. 
Um, I guess you're not combined. We're not combined yet, yeah. but we are gonna we're, we are gonna get a joint account for like dates and stuff, and like for those like days where we like if we go on a date, he pays. But like for the days when we like order in while we're sitting at home watching TV, we're gonna get a joint account. So right, that's smart. We and also so aren't drink. totally combined, yeah. and we have the combined account in addition mm-hmm. to like our personals. But like I'm always like secretly ordering on my personal account. <laughs> Yeah, exactly like that's what I would do because like why like why would I like if I in 20 minutes I don't know if to, it's it's a time saver it's a time saver yeah literally. and it's like it's just like easier like exactly yeah and you don't have to clean better. anything it's just better right, you just throw it away mm-hmm. although I read this like really upsetting article about um like delivery drivers and how like a lot of them are getting like mugged and like (gasps) there's just like their bikes are getting stolen and then the article obviously also like delved into like like how little they're paid all in like once and like all the like different flaws that you don't even I mean even if you tip it's like the company could like like you have to trust that the company is going to give you your tip (sighs) and it's really brutal so like I try to remind myself of that they're working hard i know hardest working people in manhattan or truly in general truly yeah yeah okay so i would have to say that my non-scale win is that this weekend i had absolutely like no plans and in the past or just in general like throughout this whole pandemic i would have taken that as a sign to literally not move from my couch (laughs) and just watch tv and like smoke weed probably Yes, definitely smoke weed and like do absolutely nothing. And that was not the case this weekend. I actually went out for like pretty much like several hours on each day and like walked around the neighborhood and like almost got my 10K steps both days. But like I didn't because I didn't walk that much. But (laughs) I did like, you know, I did like a solid eight, you know, 8K. Iconic iconic and I like you know saw friends saw my mom and I feel like I really just like got out there by choice which is the weekend I mean I yeah if I were if I were in your shoes I absolutely would not have gone anywhere and sat inside so it's just so much easier it's nice it's cool you're not sweating you don't but I feel like yeah you're gonna be so glad that you made the most of this weekend because it was a beautiful weekend and then it's gonna be so cold soon and you're gonna be like remember when I did that good stuff as soon as I get home I'm like wow I'm so happy I went and I'm so happy I'm on the back (laughs) exactly both the equal happiness yeah Yeah, on on Saturday me and Jeff I was like it was like already 4 p.m and we had like plans to go to the park and I was like I not gonna go but then we went to get all my steps and it felt so great and when I got home it was equally as great to be home right you're like I did it and it's amazing that I'm home (laughs) so but it's like if you didn't go you wouldn't have that moment of when you're home that it's like so great that you're home right but I'm proud of you as well for your like step journey that you've been chronicling on the ground I'm trying not to be like too obsessive over the steps and I don't get anywhere near 10K most days, but I'm just trying to not have like zero steps, yeah. which is like January and February, like I will show you my app and there is nothing. Like there is <laughs> there's no bar like on the chart. So it's like a really big deal that you're also not like obsessing over the numbers too. Like, no, I'm not obsessing over yeah. the numbers. 10K is like an unofficial goal, but it's like mm-hmm. I don't care if I get there or not really. 
Love that. See, you're setting your expectations at like such a good place. Then if you do get 10K, you'll be like, oh my God, I'm so proud of myself. Yeah. If I do, I'm like, oh my God, I am the, I have the most active person ever. But um, no, like even like five, six. It's still feels a big deal. great to just be like out moving. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, there was, there was a coup in January. So I'm not really that upset that I didn't have any steps. <laughs> and I'm not blaming you. I feel like I try and get a lot of steps in the summer or like in the fall because in the summer, like I was looking at, I was measuring mine and like August, July, it was too hot to be getting all them steps. Like no, there was no. no way I could be outside like that. But then when, um, so right, right when it's in like the sixties, like September, October, I'm going to get, my steps are going to be like the, your monthly average was 10,000. Like, I yes. hope so. Oh, I would never. My average <laughs> is like four. My average is like 4,000, which is like fine. Like That's not okay. bad. Yeah, it's yeah. not bad. It's really not. Um, mm-hmm. But I was also, yeah, I was looking at like some retro retrospective data on that because in like the health app, it's it's like logged from 2017 when I was like, oh my God. didn't eat. And um, my average was like 10. Like, oh my God. I know. We were not who I am anymore. You're also yeah. running around Manhattan being right. an entrepreneur. So right, I was also like um, just started dating um, Avi at the time. So like I was like walking to his apartment excitedly. <laughs> mm, you know, gotta put that pep in your step. Yeah, <laughs> nothing to motivate you like first dating someone. Exactly. <laughs> when it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N U U L Y.com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. 
That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, Newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients and just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They're milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, let's do a Dear DS tape. This is, this is a journey. This is a, a letter from Tummy Trouble Betch. And she writes, Dear DST, first of all, thank you for helping me feel not alone every week in this journey of giving up the diet mindset and realizing all the things that matter so much more than the size of my pants or the weight on the scale. I'm not going to yes, lie as someone who has struggled. Yeah. I'm not going to lie as someone who has struggled with an eating disorder. I will. I still struggle daily with intuitive eating. Some days I literally hear your voices encouraging me to fuck diets when the negative thoughts creep in. So thank you. Anyways, I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease when I was a teenager. And after years of flare ups and not being able to get the disease under control, I've gone the last five years in complete remission with it. However, this summer, a flare up came out of nowhere and it was pretty debilitating. Because of being sick, I lost a noticeable amount of weight. No idea how much because I threw the scale out a long time ago. Now that I'm getting back to being healthy and able to go out, thank you Pfizer and science in general, I keep getting unsolicited comments and compliments about having lost weight. I feel uncomfortable calling these people out and telling them that I lost weight because I was in bed literally not able to eat because I know that these people mean well. And I would be lying if I said that I didn't enjoy the compliments in a fucked up way. But I've noticed that I feel a lot more anxiety around food, not to mention that I still fear every time I eat that I'll be sick because of my autoimmune disease and a fear of gaining weight and people noticing. I'm committed to telling my ED to fuck itself and practice intuitive eating, but this summer has really tested me, so any advice would help greatly. Thank you for everything you do, Tommy Trouble Betch. And we have a PS. Congratulations, Aileen, on your absolutely perfect baby girl. And we will convey the message to her. 
oh my god that baby i'm, I'm sad. really cute i'm meeting so her this cute. weekend finally <laughs> good good yeah. good you need to meet her and yeah. report back because that's yeah. adorable oh my god i relate to so much of this and i can't even i don't even know where to start you know i know so okay so where do you where do you relate like the most well, the most is having an autoimmune disease. I have MS. I've had MS since I was 15. And that's probably where I first like started having a relationship with food because, you know, when you have autoimmune diseases, you're like, there's so many different diets and people being like, you can cure it with like whatever you eat. And especially with her, if it's her stomach, that's like compounded so much more than for me where it's just like something random. So I totally get the feeling of like, being in fear because of not only like your health, but then also like, I also had that time where I lost weight, but it was because I was like taking Adderall every day and not eating. Like it wasn't because I was doing something like healthy. And it wasn't because like, I, yeah, it was like in, in an unhealthy way. And then getting those compliments and then bouncing back from that when you stop doing that is like a very big cycle. Yeah. I mean, I, I totally, I totally see what you, what you mean by that. Like, you know, you've definitely, I mean, I've seen on Instagram, I'm sure you've seen it too, like comments about or posts about how like you shouldn't compliment weight loss or comment on weight gain because you don't know why, even if they Mm -hmm. look better, the person looks better. It's like not necessarily because of a good reason. It could be Mm -hmm. because of like an emotional problem, a physical illness, like grief, like you just never know. So it's like. I think that's the that's kind of the first thing to like for her to put in her head like that compliments like going letting your behavior sort of like be impacted by compliments is not um, is not the best way to go. Yeah, Um, I get it because like even even like my mom and Avi both commented that I like lost a little weight from my heaviest. And mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, like did yeah. I? Like, you know, yeah. like I get that. Like it's um and that also made me think like, ooh, like should I like what should I like should I keep eating how I'm eating? Like mm-hmm. what did it? And exactly. And um so I I get that. Like I think we all have to sort of like figure out on our own like what box to put comments and compliments in because like they're this you know if you're gonna like let a comment or a compliment really like put you into a different place like so will a negative comment exactly Um, yeah exactly so will a negative one so that's why it's like really hard to let that hit you in general like I think in general you can't control other people complimenting you about your weight like that's not going to be something that like you have any control over because like you said you feel uncomfortable telling them to stop but what you can control is your like response to it and if you like see yourself going into that hole of like starting to fear foods again and all that type of thing that's where you have the control to make a decision and like whichever decision is going to make you feel healthiest is going to be most important here not like whatever decision is going to make you feel like you're going to keep getting those compliments because if you become addicted to the compliments then you're not even addicted to what you look like you're addicted to what other people think of you right right that's so true and i think like yes like even if you think oh i might like look better this way or that way which like we're we all naturally have those thoughts and like i just like, to mm-hmm. think that we could just get rid of them entirely is like not realistic but 
I do think that like weighing in your, no pun intended, in your mind, like what like the benefits of not having an eating disorder are. And like those might be more subtle. Like it might just be like, I feel more relaxed generally, which is like mm. priceless. I know it sounds just like, oh, I feel more relaxed. Priceless. Like it really is. So and it's also like you're alive. Like as someone you, when you're struggling with your health, like eating disorders are the number one, like mental health, like killer out there, you know, like you survived that and you have your body to thank for that. And you also survived the sickness of Crohn's disease. So let's enjoy our life. Let's not get bogged down in being so obsessed with looking a certain way when like you have a life that's like been gifted to you, you know? Right, right. I would just try to maybe like hold on to that feeling of like the compliment feels feels really good, but like the mental peace I have when I don't like worry about, you know, these foods and you can and it's better. And you know that you um have that because you already said like the compliments make me feel like oh maybe like I should like me, like noticing that those compliments are giving you more anxiety is pretty um, important, and it's amazing also that you're saying I'm committed. I'm committed to telling my ED to fuck itself and practice it, practice intuitive eating this summer. And it's normal that I think that you would get tested by something like this. Like it's not mm-hmm. just like you figure out eat like your eating disorder and intuitive eating, and then it's just like smooth sailing forever. Like it's always going to be something to manage. Just like exactly. even the things you don't have a problem with in life are need to be managed. I mean, like, it's so like I can already just see so much growth though, like just in this message of being like, I am doing all these important things. I really am committed to intuitive eating and I know that it's not healthy for me to feel like these compliments are getting to me. But like like we talked about in the last episode your logic and your feelings are not always like working together. Like they're not always listening. Like just because I really want to not be frustrated by something doesn't mean that like, I'm not going to cry about it. So yeah, you've got to remember that and be like, I'm human. It's okay to feel this frustration or feel this way, but like, I know what's best for me and I'm going to focus on that. Right. And you can remind yourself that like you've done like the hard part, which is sort of like the first like wave of recovery, like that is really hard. Like getting, making the switch, like at first, that's like half of the battle. I don't want to quantify how much of the battle it is, but it is a huge piece of the battle. And it is clear that there is so much growth in your message that like you can just tell from like the things you're saying, like they're super self-aware and you seem Mm -hmm. really like on top of what's going on. So yeah, I mean, I think you are, you're doing, like, you're already doing the advice, which is just, like, keep going and know that these moments will come up. You may one, you may have another flare up and this could happen again. Mm-hmm. Um, or a, a variation on that could happen. So I think just keep doing what you're doing, um, remembering, like, all the benefits and the amazing things that have come from managing your eating disorder and the compliments are good, but like that, and that's okay that you like the compliments. Like we love a compliment. Like we all Don't like beat vices. yourself up over that. Yeah, like we exactly. all like vices, things mm-hmm. that are arguably vices. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't worry too much about that. And yeah. um, we hope you feel better, Tommy Trouble Betch. Yeah, I'm so proud of her. 
Yes, already. this is really amazing. It is tough. It is so tough. Definitely a tough summer. Yeah. But um, that is our advice for today. If you have a question or a non-scale win, please write into DST at Betches.com and share your non-scale win. Ask your ask your dear DST question. And we will hopefully get to as many as we can in the coming weeks. As usual, rate, review, and subscribe if you want to be part of DST Back for Seconds and get exclusive premium content that you can only get on DST Back for Seconds. Highly recommend subscribing. You get a free trial for a few days so you can see if you like it. Um, And I think that is it. Alexis, where can everyone find you? At Alexis Farmer on all the platforms, every single one of them, literally. Instagram, TikTok, (laughs) YouTube. All of it. Yes. All hit of me it. up. And um, I'm Sammy at Sammy. And you can follow us at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram. And um, we're always with you. Through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Stacey Wong and Sean Kilby. Social media by Sydney Rafe. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com. Betches.